Let's continue here on the program. We're joined by a gentleman, as a matter of fact, in his first season in the National Football League with the Detroit Lions, a six-round draft pick in this past year's National Football League draft. Last year, an HBCU All-American at Jackson State. And in two games, he's got three sacks. In just two games, he's James the Houston uh, James the Problem Houston, the fourth, he joins us here on the program. What's going on, James? Not much, not much. How you doing today? Doing great, man. It's it's good to have you. Listen, got I mean, so much going on. I mean, there's the obvious thing, but, but I want to start here with you, right? Two, You just get called up from the practice squad. Two sacks on Thanksgiving, no less, against the Buffalo Bills, and I believe it was five snaps just, just your thoughts on that game and what you were able to do in that football game. Um, I got to credit it all to God, man. Um, just, you know, sitting down with him, talking to him before the game. You know, I asked him, I said, give me your strength, give me your, your speed, give me, give me your mental attitude, give me everything because I'm just going to use it to my best ability, you know, and I'm going to give you the glory after. And so um, I credit that to God, man. He, uh, he put me in the right situations. Um, and he just allowed me to go out there and play free. Um, and I just, you know, I just did my thing. Yeah, we, we know your thing. We saw you at Jackson State. We saw the numbers. We saw the, what, 20, uh, whatever it was, 21 and a half tackles for loss and all of those uh, great things. But what were you seeing? Like, you had a very limited amount of snaps in that football game. I read five, and to be able to get two sacks, what were you seeing out there? Um, I, I just, you know, Half of what I do, I don't, I don't too much look at my at, at the other opponent. You know, I'm really focused on myself because if I'm doing everything right, I feel like it's gonna work out, and uh, I feel like that's how you're supposed to you're supposed to play the game. You know, you're supposed to believe you can win everywhere. And so, um, I was just trying to win. I was going out there and I was trying to win. And um, I think there was a little caught off guard, not knowing who I was and not knowing what I was bringing. You know what I'm saying? So that probably had a little bit to do with it, but. Um, yeah, I, I go out there and I, I just try to win. You know, you know, I'm just competing every down. Maybe that's the case, right, James? But you follow it the next week with a sack against Jacksonville. So they've already seen the tape, yet you're still able to get the sack against Jacksonville. Talk about that. Yeah, um, I feel like that was that was almost just really want to. Um, it was towards the end of the half, and um, I know I could tell he was he was uh, he was getting used to my speed because really off the first rep. I beat him off. I beat him with the speed. And so um, he was getting used to the speed, so I had to kind of throw him off a little bit. I gave him a little jump, stopped his speed, and I got right on under him. And, um, you know, that's really the thing with these big old linemen. You got to stop their feet and get their hands moving so you can, you can move, you know, because I'm not the biggest guy. Yeah, well, you call it a jump. A lot of people are calling it a skip. And I, I knew you had it, but I just maybe – I don't know, a couple of maybe uh, 20 minutes before this interview, I actually looked at it. You did a little skip thing, man, to get to mm-hmm. yeah, talk about that. Yeah, um, honestly, it was something I really just kind of – I was playing with it on the field. Um, he was giving me all that space, and I knew I kind of had to do something with it. I had to stop his feet while I was in this space. And um, I had kind of charted the, the, the play before, and uh, he had punched me. You know, and so I said, okay, I, I know now once I do that jump, I got to get under those hands. You know, I can't allow his hands to, to still get on me. And so uh, once I hit that the little skip, once I came down, I just bend. I, I knew I had to bend and get up under them, uh, them arms. 
That the voice of James. They call him the problem, Houston the fourth. He is with, of course, the Detroit Lions out of Jackson State. He joins us here on the program. So, I, I mean, big news, obviously, during the week. Your former football coach now, Deion Sanders, leaving Jackson State uh, to go to now Colorado. Everybody has thoughts. Everybody has an opinion. I want to get your your thoughts on uh, your former coach leaving to go to Colorado. Um, I wouldn't say I have too many thoughts. Um, I'm I'm very happy for his move. You know, um, I'm happy he he got a big old pay raise. You know, he's he's got a lot more things over there at uh, at Colorado. Um, uh, that that's really all I can say about it. He's I'm I'm, I'm happy for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't I don't really like all the pushback, especially from the the people at Jackson State, um, just because you know he's he's done so much for Jackson State and Jackson Mississippi. Uh, and so um, I don't really think that is warranted, you know, um, just, just the amount of stuff that he's done for me. Um, I, I feel like he's done his job over uh, at Jackson State. And he's, he's built that program up, um, you know, and he's, I feel like he's left it in a very great place. And so um, it's, it's up to whoever's next to, to continue that torch and continue to pass it along and, and uh, never let that die out. Because uh, when I was there, I know it was, it was special. And it was really special. The guys there, the coaches there, everything was, was really special. And so uh, hopefully they continue that uh, standard and that tradition. Is he the main reason you came, you went to Jackson State from the University of Florida? Um, he was a reason. I, I'm not going to say the main reason. I, I, would never, I would never put that on one person. Um, but he was definitely a reason why I went there. He made it attractive enough to, to you know, even consider it because honestly, even even with him there, I, at first I didn't I didn't all the way consider it. Um, after getting there and and seeing and, and experiencing everything that it had to offer, I understood exactly what I was getting out of out of Jackson State and the HBCU, and uh, I knew that's what I wanted. And um, yeah, those guys did a great job, man. Uh, not only just Coach Prime, man, uh, Trevor Riley, Jeff Weeks, Dennis Thurman, uh, Andre Hart. All those guys, man, they're they're class act, man. They're building black men into to to really be great people, man. Great men. No, I like I like what you're saying, James, and I like that uh, perspective. Your your year at at Jackson State, even outside of uh, playing on the field, obviously you guys won the SWAC championship. You had an excellent season. What was it? I don't know. How much did you know about HBCUs prior to coming uh, to Jackson State, and what was the HBCU experience like for you? Yeah, so I know all about um, HBCUs. My whole family has gone. Uh, my dad, my mom, my sister, um, aunties, aunts, grandpa, you know, it, my whole family's gone to HBCUs. So they've always had that experience to share and, and uh, you know, laugh about. And, and, and I never really had that. And uh, I knew I, I wanted it, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't know how realistic it was for me as a football player. And, um everything kind of just fell in line, you know, and, and uh, I knew I wanted to have that experience and an opportunity, it, it, uh, it presented itself. Um, my, one of my best friends at Florida, uh, one of my roommates, Nick, Nick Smith, uh, his father, he went to Jackson State and he set, a, he set the sack record there, actually. His name is Fernando Smith. And so he would always come up and talk about Jackson State and his son would always talk about Jackson State. So I knew about Jackson State, you know, and I always – it was another HBC experience that I got to, you know, just hear about it and not really experience it. So I knew I wanted that for myself. So 
uh, basically just seeking that out. Well, not seeking it out, but it, it presented itself to me. And uh, understanding what I was getting out of it, I, I decided to go with it. Um, but my experience was great. I was really only being there for six months, um, but it was great, man. The people there, uh, these great times, man, on the quad and stuff like that, and the homecoming, man, just stuff like that. It, it's it's uh, it's not even close to the experience you get um, at, at some of these other schools, some of these PWIs. So, um, no, I'm glad I got to experience, even if, even if it was only for a short amount of time. Um, I plan on going back, you know, getting my degree. I don't know how much I'll be on campus, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, not much now with, with the way you're playing. James Houston, the fourth, they call him the problem. He joins us here on the program. There's a business side to the National Football League. You get drafted, six-round guy. Brad Holmes, of course, the general manager there, played his collegiate football at North Carolina A&T, so he knows a lot about um, HBCUs. But, I mean, he, know, he knew about you. I mean, obviously you were, were a really good player. When you were waived on August the 30th, what were your thoughts? And then ultimately you were signed to the practice squad the very next day. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was uh, I was just very sad. You know, um, you know, I, I ain't never been cut before. So um, it was, it was kind of tough for me. And um, it, I think it, it kind of fueled a fire in me. Um, it, it allowed me to just put my head down to work. You know, nobody was really looking at me too much or nothing like that. It was just like I was just on the practice squad. I was just, you know, another guy. I didn't really feel too much part of the team. And um, I knew that's not what I wanted out of this. That's not what I wanted when I came out. When I left to go to Jackson State, that's not what I wanted when I came out of Jackson State. And so um, I knew I just had to work enough to to change it. You know, I had to change it somehow. And, um, you know, hearing all these guys, man, they would tell me, um, be ready, stay ready. And I'm, you know, they they, they understand. They, they've been in the league some years. They've seen things, um, see things how they turn out. And um, it was like, bro, like you don't want to get your opportunity, and, and you're not ready. And now now you're back on practice squad. You know, you want to take advantage of your opportunity, and that that really sunk with me in my head. And I was like, if I ever get a chance to to, to come up and and not be on practice squad, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my all, man. They're not gonna put me back on practice squad. They're gonna figure out a way to. I'm, I'm gonna figure out a way for, so they need me. And so um, that was really my whole mindset. I, I didn't want to go back on practice squad. It was, that was a, it was almost like a fear. Yeah, from practice squad, uh, you know, up at maybe less than a month ago to now second on the depth chart. I mean, that's really, really big. What is it like playing for head coach Dan Campbell and your defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn? Oh, it's great. Uh, coach Campbell, man, he's he going to get the guys riled up. Um, he's going to make sure everybody is on their P's and Q's and everybody is, is ready to go out there on Sunday. So um, he's a great head coach, man. He, he motivates us in, in, in different ways. Um, oh, A.G., man, A.G., he, he the man out there, man. He calling them plays up. He dialing them up. And so, um, yeah, we following him, man. I'm following him with everything. Uh, just lead me to the promised land. I know he's going to put me in the right situation to win. Yep. Last thought. You guys – you're five and seven, but man, you're—I mean, you're—you're—you're you're, you're in the hunt in terms of the playoffs, playing much better. Divisional rival Minnesota uh, this week at your place. Your thoughts on Minnesota? What it's going to take to get a victory there at home? Uh, good team, man. Good team. Really great team. Um, they got a lot of good players. Um, a lot of good players on both sides of the ball. Um, honestly, man, I feel like the Detroit Lions. We've been playing this this certain brand of football. And uh, if we do that in, in and out every single down, um, I really don't see how many teams that can, that can stay with us for four quarters. 
we we gonna we gonna scratch and we gonna scratch and claw and, and bite until the end. And so um yeah, just going out there and just dominating, man. Just winning your one on one battles and uh just going out there and having fun and, and doing what we did every other week. James Houston the fourth, they call him the problem out of Jackson State. Of course, the uh he's with the Detroit Lions. The Lions are gonna play the Vikings on Sunday. He joins us here. On the program, three sacks in just two games. This is going to be the third game of the season for him. James, great insight. Really appreciate the time. Continued success to you and the Lions. Thank you so much. Have a great one. All right, you too. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, be good.